0: Welcome to another episode of the Thoughts with Lachshman podcast. Um, I'm Lachshman Civil, I'm a student at the Edgemont Junior Senior High School. I'm currently studying German through an online course at Oklahoma State University and I'm also researching and learning more about German culture um, on my own and and through a research project and it it really fascinates me. Thank you for listening to the podcast or clicking on the podcast. Um, in my podcast, I focus on different German cultural topics that I just come across when um, reading, and I, you know, the ones I find interesting, I go deeper on, then I organize my thoughts, and then I, you know, produce a podcast and and share my thoughts and also the topic. Um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about Native American art and Ch- Chinese bamboo weaving. This is different. Um, you know this is going to be a different episode than most of my other episodes just because we're not focusing on German culture, right? We're, we're focusing on something different. But I, I came across this topic and I thought it was very unique, so I wanted to discuss it. Um, in the future, for the podcast, we will be still, you know, continuing to focus on German culture, but. I'm really interested in all cultures, and um, if I come across anything else that I find interesting, whether it's German or not German culture, um, and I think it's worth having a podcast on, then I'll I'll create one on it, too. Um, and also, you know, my podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, Google Podcasts, basically every platform. Um, if you're interested in this type of content, please drop a like rating, subscribe, and uh, I really appreciate it. But yeah, so um, with Native American art, Native American art is very, is very culture-focused, um, especially compared to other art. And I haven't studied art as intensively as many others, but I have, I've done some work with it um, through my German course and also in a school course in, that, in 10th grade. The, the way that Native Americans define art is different. Um, you know, than the way that Europeans um, would define art or, or use the word art. Most Native American languages don't um, don't um, even have the word art or artist. You know, they, they don't allow um Like the West right in, in many western countries it's not there's a stigma with art, right there's a stigma with wanting to go into art um that you know you might not be might not make enough money it's too risky it's might not be as productive for the the nation's economy. that doesn't apply to Native Americans. they don't think of it like that um, they They're more um spiritual and and art's an extension of that almost. Um, They can connect with their artwork. They can connect with the environment. They can connect with nature. Um, And nature in the elements, as we'll focus on later, is a major, major component of Native American art um, in general. An artist is really someone who was... In in Native American culture, the artists didn't really... It's tough to explain, but they didn't. It wasn't like a term. It wasn't. Someone wasn't an artist. They they. It's it's mainly just people. um, Produced work, and you know they didn't have as as official a name. Maybe for wealthier people, you know when wealth was a was a major factor in. um, In in, you you know in, in in a tribe or. But um, then the idea of money though was interesting too it 's not necessarily wealth in terms of money it's it 's wealth in terms of power and influence um, which is which is also interesting too so you know in in terms of collective versus an individual art that 's another fascinating um, topic within this because European art western art is very individual you know artists sign their name on on their paintings and they receive um, pretty much all compensation, maybe if they had some support or or investment or they're with an organization, maybe the cut of it goes to them. But, I mean, in modern uh, Western art, artists are pretty individual. It's not like that with Native American art. Um, You know, even though the purpose is still the same, which is to arouse an emotional response to, you know, his audience or her audience, um, in Native American cultures, it's, Tradition is is that is that way, and because tradition is such a, it's used almost to communicate to, um, the artist's audience, and it, it because of the the importance of tradition, and you know tradition is still very important in Western art, but I would argue that it's it's definitely more pronounced in, in Native American art, and this role of tradition. Um, you know, demonstrates the collective versus identity—versus uh, individual, sorry— and that, that different identity um, um, with with Native American art. You, you know, you might say, well, if Native American art is mainly based on tradition, which I don't know if it's mainly based, but certainly tradition is a major factor, major influence influencing factor, but you might say that, you know, if tradition does have such great influence— well, wouldn't all artwork look similar to, to each other? Because, I mean, it's difficult to recreate and, and, and invent when you're dealing with that framework. And that's true. That's a that's a great question. Um, but there was actually a lot of freedom within that traditional frame, framework in Native American art. Um, you know, individuals may have drawn inspiration from uh, their tribes and, and their history, but um, it certainly did not you know, completely, um, you know, dictate how, uh, how Native Americans could express themselves through their artwork. Also, you know, by not being traditional, that's how some of the most famous Native American artwork, artists, um, you know, became known, became well known, because they took risks. Um. They developed a style that, you know, was not traditional um, in in their village, and it wasn't replicated because if you're consistently being very traditional, you're going to have a style that's not going to be that. It's not going to vary that much from artist to artist. Um, For example, with Hopi the Potter, um, or Napio, um, and Maria Martinez. um, You know, those are a few examples I found um, researching this topic of. People who took risks and achieved their own, um, achieved significant personal success by taking risks. Um, most Native American designs, I mean, first of all, they're, they're very unique. Um, you know, a lot comes from nature. Lots, there's, there's a strong influence of in nature and the outdoors and Native American art. You know, there's some geometrical, geometric designs, um But mo- to, to a significant extent, nature was uh, a major um, influencing factor with Native American art. Um, there's, there's also even, you know, a lot of um, fiction um, with, with, with Native American art because you know to, to the Native American world, um for, for many tribes they believe that the soul can leave its believe the body can participate in different activities can see unusual sights and and because of you know this this belief um, some designs or some creatures uh, drawn are, are truly um, um, from from they're truly imaginative which which makes they their their um, their artwork difficult to trace, but also makes it very um, fun to look at too. To look at these, you know, supernatural uh, creatures, um, or or just settings in general. Um, in terms of the functionality of art in, in Native American tribes, it was really that. First of all there there is a political and a and, and a military effect of Native American art. Um the Aztec tribes. They they wanted to express their dominant warrior culture through their artwork and that had an impact on their um success as a tribe in terms of territory and and um land and, and resources. Um Generally speaking, Native Americans were very religious, and they wanted to soothe their their gods through their artwork and frighten evil spirits, and you know, honor the newly born or, or those who recently passed away. And by doing so, Native Americans tried to control the environment that surrounded them. You know, the the aim of the Native American artists was not... It wasn't really to to sit down and and create a realistic record of, you know, what they saw. It was to take something, take inspiration from something that they saw in nature and make it their own, right? Through their own imagination and develop into something really unique, really personal um, to his or her beliefs. even though, um, because of, you know, because of this creativity, I mean, technically I think it would count as, um, religious art because of, you know, the the belief that the spirit can leave your body and they're trying to please their gods, they're trying to frighten evil spirits. So even though that, you know, a lot of Native American art overlaps with nature, for example, and trying to please gods and scare off evil spirits, you know, apart from religious or political art, um, there was also humorous art, there was also, you know, even, there's there was art beyond that um, in Native American tribes. And uh, in terms of materials used to, to create art, I mean, most Native American tribes were living near or around forested regions. Um, they became very good sculptors of wood, um, you know, many became skillful potters you know in the grasslands there were more basket weavers and uh native americans were they took great advantage that they utilized they fully utilized the, their environment um and the, the resources in their environment to the best of their ability and they created a strong um you know i mean they used deer hair they used i mean sea lion whiskers they used porcupine quills they used tur- turquoises uh you know they they, they used shells different stones bark i mean th- they had they they had their creativity was f- partially from themselves with right with their religious beliefs their, and and also um through the environment i mean they they were really creative they used the resources in the environment they mixed the materials together they experimented with things. Um, and they use those those materials from the environment to add color to their um, and texture to their artwork. Um, you know, another difference between Native American art and Western art is that the relationship between material and design, right? In, in Western society, painters normally Place their design on a, like a, a limited surface, a surface of like a flat canvas, or on a, when they're sculpting something. You know, they they know what they're gonna do beforehand. They plan it out; it's all detailed, and then they put that shape on the material. Whereas the Native American sculptor was less likely to plan it out, know what how he's gonna do it or he she's gonna do it. Um, they tended to just adapt to their design. You know, as they went, and and they let it float, um, and that's why you know if you look at a Na- Native American art museum, um, you'll see some irregular sculptures because maybe they're not as neat and organized as uh, Western sculptures because they're not as they're not pre-planned, but that also adds to their beauty, um, and it, it tells another part of the connection that Native Americans had to their artwork, and. It's this naturalism. It's that's the ter- the art term. Um, it's actually one of the best parts because it's what makes Native American art so unique, right? You, you can have a sculptor of, you know, a, a face and like you can see the, their hands and maybe one hand's just like, it, it it's different and maybe there's only one arm or something and, and that, it makes it different and, different is normally good in art. Um, especially from a different time period and and also their, the way they, the the detail um, in their sculpting was also very, even though they went on the fly, um, their details really uh, advanced for the time period. I was looking through some artwork from some online museums um, and it stood out to me, you know, art from well before when Columbus came, stopped at the U.S., um, you know there was significant art before then, and uh that you know research that, that anthropologists have, have discovered and the detail and the, the on those is really uh it's really interesting and it, it makes Native American art really remarkable um the different regional styles of native American art also um you know encompasses the different art expressions of the original inhabitants of, of North America and also their descendants and also different tribes, different cultures that, you know, from prehistoric times to the early 21st century. Um, it, it, the different r- regional styles of Native American art is truly what um, attracts me to the, the topic. Um, you know, even though there are those differences, that you can really learn more about the, the history and the identity of each tribe. There were also similarities. Um, you know, feathers, shells, um, and jade were tr- transported and traded across thousands of miles, and this trade expanded. You know, the limits of different tribal styles. Um, intertribal marriage was another factor that you know affected regional styles. Well, in some some tribes, you know, marriage within the group was required. In others, it was actually forbidden. Um, And in that case, when it was forbidden, then um, artistic tradition spread into different groups. And it it influenced those groups, too. Um, You know, there are certain symbols, though, that have been widely encountered by historians and, and anthropologists researching this topic. Um, you know the, the serpent is motif is found in basically every culture every Native American culture um, the existence of a deity um, is very prevalent um, and these traditions have been you know and these beliefs have, have been expressed through art um, but just like they are different dialects of you know Native languages and different ways of Different speech, there's different uh, artistic techniques. There's there's so many differences to Native American art across different regions. Um, You know, with with the migration of the Navajo in the Pueblo Southwest, um, there's a melting of different cultures, and uh, each culture contributes a new expression. I mean, immigration patterns are really key here um, because. Immigration patterns really determine. Really helps spread different cultures. We talked about it with marriage, um, but just following. You know, tribes would travel just to follow their prey. You know, if a, if buffalo um, were migrating from north uh, North Arizona to South Arizona, well, a tribe in North Arizona is going to also migrate to South Arizona if they're reliant on buffalo. And if that happens, and they encounter a tribe, another tribe in South Arizona and they have strong relations and they trade with each other and they work well with each other, you might see, um, you might be able to tell tell that through uh, changes in that Southern Arizona Arizona's, uh, tribe's artwork. And that's very interesting. I mean, being able to tell migration patterns from the artwork, being able to tell based on the artwork, well, if you know that, you know, this Northern tribe immigrated down to South Arizona, whether, you know, you saw North... The influence of northern art and southern art that could tell whether there were peaceful relations or hostile relations between those two tribes. So it's, it's. I think it's awesome how much you can tell from artwork, um, especially Native American artwork because they're so influenced by the environment. They they incorporated it into their work. They incorporated um, other tribes' cultures and their own traditions. So it's. I think that you can really learn a lot by looking at you know their their work, whether it's a sculpture or a painting, um, and I find it really interesting. Um, You know, North America, um, just to focus on a few of these tribes, um, you know, if we'll start in the Southwest, um, really famous for their cliff dwellings. Um, if you've ever seen, you know, the, those simple pit houses, um, those little holes for, for windows, in, in Arizona, New Mexico, um, those structures, of they're very interesting. I mean, you can search up if you want. Cliff dwellings, um, it's fascinating. You can, it, it, it really is, uh, it's, it, it's interesting. Um, and they're actually very sturdy, too. You know, even though we talk about art and its different functions. In this case, I mean, these cliff dwellings are technically a form of art, but they're really uh, useful in survival. I mean, they're, they're necessary for survival. This is how... In the Anasazi culture, this is how they slept. Um, You know, the walls were of stone um, mixed with clay and sand, and you know, the thick stone walls helped keep the the Anasazis warm in winter, Um, and and they were very effective. Um, They still are up. I think you can see them today if you travel. Some of them have been preserved, Um, but certainly you have pictures of them, and uh, yeah. You know, Pueblos, you can't talk about Native American housing without discussing Pueblos. Um, the Pueblo people were very, they're one of the most, um, I mean, the Iroquois and the Pueblos were two of the most famous Native American tribes. And the Pueblos were, were famous for their weaving, their painting, their, their pottery making. And, the, you know, their their weaving techniques were were very advanced at the time. Um, anthropologists have studied it. Um, probably the most advanced in North America. They they compared it to some Spanish. I read an article. They compared it to Spanish um, weaving at the time too, and they found many similarities. But I, I and perhaps you know because Spain was in North America, uh, Spanish conquistadors did travel to North America. So perhaps that the they you know brought those those weaving techniques with them, and they they stayed. They remained with uh, the pueblos. Um, but that's another you know interesting thing. Pueblo art really, um, you know, it's held to rigid forms, and because of the closely knit communal nature of, of their culture, um, but but it's it's more it has it flourishes more than other art that is held to a strict traditional framework. Um, you know, the pueblos were also a larger tribe, so they need more trade, um, and because of this you 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 can see variations within Pueblo art because they're interacting with more tribes, they're interacting with more people. Um there's there's more influencing factors that are melting in to, to form that. For example, the Navajo and the Apache tribes, um were, were in contact with the Pueblo tribes. Basketry and pottery are also very fascinating, um, Native American culture. You know, Pottery wasn't as common. That's because pottery is far more complicated. Um, you know, pottery was really used, it was really sold. It wasn't, and this is another idea, you know, what's the purpose of art? Why are you producing art? Well, in modern Western um, countries, um, and really most of the world, art's a, a way of m- meeting a, making ends meet, right? Um Art's a way of making money, um, and it's it's important to make money. You need money to survive, but art was it it. You feel like it has this much stronger, um, you know. I mean, it's more important. Um, from from, the the value of money for art is definitely more than Native Americans who didn't even believe in the concept of money. They traded goods with each other. Um, and they would never have produced art for for simply money, I mean even though you could argue well if they 're producing sculpt pottery, for example, pottery was never really produced most Native American art was actually produced for their own enjoyment. Um, you know it would be kept within the tribe and, and it would be passed down, and they, they took great satisfaction from that. Well, Pottery wasn 't like that because pottery was very complicated to make, took longer, took more resources. Pottery was used for trade, Pottery was used for acquiring um, more, more goods from the outside market. That was really the purpose of pottery. And, you know, specialization has been a factor. And specialization, I mean, just from an economic perspective, specialization is simply just a, a country. In this case, it's a tribe, but a country that focuses on the production of one good because they, they have a comparative advantage in that good. They can produce that good um, at a lower opportunity cost than another country can. Well the same concept applies to Native American tribes, um, and specialization occurred within these Native American tribes with pottery with with art with basket weaving um, and at a very micro level and this isn't a macro you know level where you're seeing widespread trade among different tribes, but for local tribes in the same area where they could do it, they, they did figure out that you know certain tribes are more effective at producing certain um, certain um um you know artwork um in whether it's sand painting, dry painting, pottery, whatever it is that they, they did understand that. So that's another interesting thing. Um you know in the Midwest, basketry and wood were very rare. Um pottery was was found by anthropologists. Um but really you have a lot of structures, or a lot of ritual structures um you know, the Serpent Mound, is it was very famous. Um, and it's, it, it's, you can search up the Serpent Mound too in Ohio. It's, it's really cool. I'm just looking at a picture at it right now. Um, again, not much wood carving. Um, you know, less pottery, less basketry. A lot of decorative and spiritual art in, in the Great Plains. You know, color was added to art through pigments and vegetable dyes. Remember, Native Americans used... They completely used the environment. They they fully maximized the resources. And, um, you know, we, we went through the different materials they used. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to give you guys an introduction to this topic, explore a couple of things I found unique. I thought the way that Native Americans view art differently um, to Western society... Purpose behind art um, specialization you know, within art within different tribes um, you know that's a topic we discussed in AP macroeconomics but i mean it it's it applies here too um, but yeah thank you for for listening to the podcast i think it's I thought this topic was really interesting if you're interested in learning more um, I, I'd take a look at the serpent mound I'd take a look at a couple of the pictures you could look at the Battle of the little Bighorn. Um, you can take a look at Pueblo art. We st- we discussed Pueblos ex- extensively, um, but yeah, I I this is the first part of a two part series. Um, the next episode is going to focus on Chinese bamboo weaving, and we're going to then get back into German culture. But I wanted to focus on these two topics because I found them both very interesting, and I wanted to diversify the podcast a little and expand our you know our our content reach. So. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and goodbye.